everyone. Happy Monday. Thanks for tuning in. Talk Bookish to Me is the podcast where readers gather to talk about books, share recommendations, and chase that five-star feeling. I'm your host, Gwen, and today I'm joined by Laura from the What to Read Next podcast. She's a voracious reader who reads mostly romance, grew up reading Sweet Valley High, which so did I, girl, and claims that The Deal by L. Kennedy was her gateway book. We're here to chat about fake dating and recommend some of our favorite fake dating novels. Hi, everyone. I'm Lori Amin. I am the host for What Read Next podcast. I am a voracious reader. So as Gwen just mentioned, that's all I do. I read, read, read. And I've been listening now, adding audiobooks to my queue. So that's a project that I have coming up about audiobooks that I'm very excited. If you guys want to know the number one way you can support this podcast right now, it's by joining my Patreon. I always have it linked in the notes of the show and I offer only one tier, $5. You receive milestone pins for your continued support. Plus I have a discord that you get access to once you join, you get bonus episodes, behind the scenes stuff, pictures, all kind of stuff happening over there, reading vlogs, recipe cards. I let you vote on things like with the new year coming up. I'm like, hey guys, what should we read? What do you think about this episode? What do you think about that episode? I let all my patrons decide all of the hard stuff. If you're looking for a small, tight knit and growing bookish community, definitely check it out. Like I said, it's always linked in the show notes. In order for my listeners to get to know you a little bit better, I have some warm up questions prepared. Uh, the first one is, what's the last book you gave five stars to? So I always say it's a cop-out, but it was a three-book series. It's the Stay Spell series by Julia Cross. Um, it's available on Kindle Limited. If you're a newbie for paranormal romance, this is a great gateway series because it's like it has witches and wolves, but it's actually not a lot of heavy world building. It's set in New Orleans and a big family where there's actually just like fun. They're, like they tend a bar, they have a tattoo shop, um, they do, he's an artist, and they have like real jobs. And so it's a fun series and I gave them all three books. The first three books, five stars. The fourth book just got added to Kindle Unlimited, so I'm going to read it soon. Um, next question. What book has been on your TBR the longest and why haven't you read it yet? So I would say I'm like a huge mood reader. So I keep so I don't keep a TBR itself. I'm like, I'm just like, we'll see what is happening. So I had to look in my Kindle. What was the oldest book that I have that I want to read? And it's A Love Letter by, to Whiskey by Candy Steiner. I had this book since Kindle and Kindle since 2017. Um, it's supposed to be an emotional ride and I'm definitely not prepared for it. I love that you're a mood reader because I definitely am too, but I also have like a type A personality. So I feel like I have to be a planner. So I don't know. I just, if I don't have a plan of like what I'm going to read, I just feel like I would just be like, oh no, you know, option anxiety. Like I don't know what to read. So I'd spend so much time thinking about what I want to read that I just wouldn't read. The one thing I have is like I have a community of friends who actually I build that community. So I have people that I talk to where I'm like, okay, tell me what I need to read next. So how other people tell me what I should read next? Or I'll have like basically scroll through Goodreads and be and actually look at my friend's Goodreads challenge and see what they latest, like what they read latest and what they gave five stars. And I'm like, if I like the cover and if it seems like I'm in the right mood, then I'll pick that one up. I'll see if I have it in the library or I can get it on Kindle. And then I'll just like get that read. So that's like a way to involve other people making that decision. Yeah, that is nice. I like that. You're like, I'm leaving it up to you guys, <laughs> leaving it up to the universe, if you will. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right, next one, pick your poison. You can answer one or the other. Who's your favorite author or what's your favorite book? I know there, right. it's a difficult question. I know, <laughs> but I mean, I have to ask the hard questions. So it is okay. So I actually am going to do with author, but I'm going to do it differently. So I ended up doing this is a whole process when you gave me this choice and I was like, okay, I can't make a decision. There's too many authors. There's too many books I've written or too many things. And I'm like, I can't. However, I can talk about the book that the author that I read the most. So in order to get to this answer, I ended up exporting my Goodreads, Goodreads library into an Excel spreadsheet, then create a pivot table. Oh, wow. <laughs> I love this. this. And count how many books I read. And so it turns out that, and I was, I'm not, I'm not surprised. It's like, it's Lexi Blake and Master of Mercenary series. And now it's in back to 2017. I received an arc. It was like the first few arcs that I received. Like it's, it's meaningful because it came from Berkeley and Berkeley is notorious for not, for not giving arcs. So I was like, I was very excited. I got this arc and I read it. And it turns out there was like, she had a spinoff series of these bodyguards. And I was like, oh, let me see what it's all about. And so I literally spent six weeks reading 30 plus books like <gasps> just back to back i travel i was actually in europe i was in lisbon reading these books i was like stop everything what i was doing and i was reading on my phone so i was like anytime i finish a book then i'll just buy the next book and the next book and the next book oh my so, goodness so i literally was like six weeks of just reading about bodyguards bdsm and s spies and mercenaries and all this stuff and so it's funny enough like i have that like that memory about it mm -hmm. i'm like i'm really grateful i haven't been to that world in about four years uh, but it's kind of like nice to know like i can always go back to you know yeah that is amazing i love when there's like a really good memory attached to like a book or a book series yeah. or even an author that is amazing um so what are you currently reading you got anything going on right now yes i have i have something that got me on a choke call so i will preface this i'm really lucky i get a lot of book sent and i have access to a lot of libraries and so it's really rare now that i buy an ebook any book that's 9.99 it's even more rare because i'm like that's expensive and so i heard through the grumblings this weekend about magnolia parks which is it's a gossip it's it's put together as like a replacement detective series which actually is something i'm going to talk about um and it's like gossip girl british gossip girl and i was like okay that sounds good the cover is horrible <laughs> like it looks like a 1970s like um movie 1970s 1980s like one of those movie posters you're like what is this book about and there's no plot there it's 600 pages long and i am loving it oh that's good it's so it so was worth the money it's worth the money it's worth for me like it's like i don't yeah. think it's worth for everyone but it's like feel like toxic you know angsty books you're like they can't be together they can't be together they can't the push and pull their stuff and like menial like they're not doing anything other than going to parties and talk about designer stuff then this book is for you if you like plot driven novels this book is not for Forget you it. <laughs> So, and there's no HEA. So I already know there's no HEA in the first book. So you have to, so I ended up buying the, th the three book series, but I spent $30 on the book series. Um, the second book is about a different couple altogether. And then the third book is about the couple, the first book's couple. Okay. Um, and it's a happy for now. Because okay. I got, I, I ended up watching some vlogs because it's actually making the rounds in booktube. And I was like, I need to know. <laughs> like, tell me. <laughs> Tell me what is happening. What what did I get myself into? Oh my so, goodness. Yeah. So it's the Magnolia Parks by Jessa Hastings. 
Very cool. Um, I'm currently reading Daisy Darker by Alice Feeney. Um, I started it last night actually when I was doing some reading sprints with some friends on YouTube. And I know this book doesn't like officially release until like later this month, um, but I got my early copy through Book of the Month. And when that box arrived, even though I had this other TBR set, this is what I'm talking about being a mood reader, this book just kept calling me. Um, it's a And Then There Were None by Agatha Christie retelling. Um, I've heard good reviews, even though I do my best to like avoid reviews. I'm one of those people I don't want to know. I want to form my own opinions about it because I do find that I am easily swayed. Like if someone says something, I, I'm looking for that thing that they didn't like, you know? So I try to avoid all of that so I can go in with fresh eyes. And so far, I'm loving the writing. I'm loving the atmosphere. Um, it's basically about the darker family. They descend on the Sea Glass Manor, which is a house perched um, on an island off the coast where once the tide rolls in, you're unable to leave. And as the night goes on, family members are getting picked off one by one. And I'm about like 130 pages into it. And it's rare for me to to uh, like physically read a book now. I really prefer um, physical books and then listening to the audiobook. But there was just something calling me to this book. I was like, when you're just going to read it physically the old fashioned way. So that's what I'm doing. And I'm really enjoying it so far. Well, I've read a couple Alice Feeney books. I, she's my go-to for thrillers. And I started Days Darker. And I was like, I'm not in the mood for this. But it's just so twisty. So expect the unexpected. Like, she does a great job. Like, things that you're like, just shock you. You're like, oh, I did not expect this to happen, you know? On the topic at hand, fake dating or a pretend relationship is a trope found in all genres. This trope can include all sorts of pretenses like marriages of convenience, undercover identities, investigations, financial schemes, immigration schemes, high school reunion dates, wedding dates, making someone jealous. There's many things that this can be. Um, the main purpose is to throw the characters together and have them explore the hidden or not so hidden feelings that they have for each other and like see how that develops. It has a long history in media, everything from films, romance novels, and sitcoms. And some movies that immediately came to mind to me were The Wedding Date, starring Deborah Messing, Jack Davenport, and Amy Adams, The Proposal, starring Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds, and of course, the classic Pretty Woman, um, starring Richard Greer and Julia Roberts. So those are some movie recommendations if you're looking for fake dating. Um, but we're going to, of course, give you some book recommendations. Few plot devices are as immensely satisfying as watching two people enter a phony relationship for mutual benefit, only to fall head over heels in love by the end of the book. Let's jump into some recommendations now. Why don't you get us started with your first? All right, so my first one is like the typical PR relationship. It's called How to Fake It in Hollywood by Ava Waller. So if you love PR relationships like Pete and Kim, if you know, you know, um, this is one of those. So it's a Hollywood celebrity romance that deals with fame, alcoholism, overcoming grief. The best way I can describe it is if Ben Affleck was suffering debilitating grief over the loss of Matt Damon. After, be, after years of hiding, he emerges back into scenes with the relationship with the former teen stars. It all starts with a fake relationship, but you know feelings develop, so... It's a really good one. 
Nice. It sounds super fun. Mine is a recent read, The Bodyguard by Catherine Center. Um, and for this one, it's time for a bit of role reversal. You have Hannah Brooks, who looks like a typical like kindergarten teacher, you know, but she could probably kill you with a corkscrew. And she's guarding Hollywood hunk Jack Stapleton. His mom is sick and Jack needs to spend some time at his family's ranch during her recovery. But he has a stalker. I mean, he's a Hollywood star, you guys. So he's got a stalker, and that's where Hannah comes in. Trying to reduce his mom's stress, Jack and Hannah pretend that they're dating. And before long, Hannah starts falling for Jack. I'd recommend this book to readers who like clean romances um, with wholesome characters and a great setting, in this case, a Texan ranch. Um, the plot, it is a little bit <laughs> preposterous, if I'm being completely honest, but like, I love that at the same time. Um, it was just like a summary dose of, you know, escapism with a tiny bit of seriousness thrown in, and it kept me engaged from start to finish. All right, it has come to my attention that I gave this book two stars. However, I want to preface this. I read all 10 books in the rest of the series. So take my rating with a grain of salt. I read in 2016. I was a harsher critic. Nobody was grading me. I had no publisher checking on me. I just rated books how I felt like. And because this book did not have an HEA, I gave it two stars. It ends with a cliffhanger, So, but it's worth it. Um, there's actually getting republished um, by Berkeley. So there's actually added content so fyi so if you want to read the berkeley versions they'll have bonus content so it's addicted to you by kristen becker ritchie um so it's best way to describe it it's like similar to magnolia parks it's like two toxic people who should not be together are together so in this case our fake relationship she hasn't she's addicted to sex he's an alcoholic they have addictions they want to hide from their family so they fake relationship together and then they had to come to terms like oh shit i am addicted like they have to pretend today and so their family comes together they do interventions and your family the family aspect is amazing um there's found family their friendship groups and so this series is like once you read the first one read i would say just just stick around to the Callaway sisters, which is a sister spinoff. Um, and then from there on, you're going to be like addicted to the series. And there's 10 books in a series, but it's, it's completely like addictive. You know, just <laughs> perfect like title for the perfect like yeah. story. Um, the next one that I have is the kiss quotient by Helen Wong. And this one brings the spice y'all. Um, Stella has Asperger's and French kissing reminds her of a shark getting its teeth cleaned by a pilot fish. Her conclusion, she needs lots of practice in the love department. So she hires a professional, which is why Michael Fan comes into the picture. He's Vietnamese and Swedish. He's a stunner. And he can't afford to turn Stella's offer down. And he agrees to help her check out all check all the boxes on her lesson plan from foreplay to more than missionary position. Before long, Stella not only learns to appreciate his kisses, but to crave all the other things he's making her feel. Soon, their no-nonsense partnership starts making a strange kind of sense. And the pattern that emerges will convince Stella that love is the best kind of logic. And I have read the other two books. It's kind of a companion series that follows different characters. But I'm thinking The Kiss Quotient might be my favorite. And it's the first one. So, but I recommend all of them. That's a good series to recommend. It's a good gateway series. Like if you're new to romance, it's a good new to romance um, book series to, to fall into. 
So my next recommendation is the book that started all. It's a deal by Al Kennedy. It's the first genre romance that I that I read. It's what I started. It could not change. It changed my life. Um, and so I heard about it through a book to recommendation. Um, it's about college hockey. So Garrett needs help with his homework and convinces Hannah to help him as long as he helps her get together with the boy that she has a crush on. And so they fake date. There's a trigger warning for sexual assault, but they, it's done really well. So I would say like it's 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 a past sexual assault issue, but it's done really well. And it's like really great romance. Garrett is like a soon worthy book boyfriend, you know. And then like the rest of the series is like it's mature. It's fun. It's great. The off campus series actually that there's a spinoff series as well you, but the off campus series, like the four books are amazing. Nice. Do you reread books? I have reread this one actually. Okay, but nice. I don't reread. I don't reread a lot. Like it's yeah. really rare that I'll reread a book. So that yeah. means that's how good this book is, you guys. Yeah. If she reread this one, <laughs> I did. I reread this one. I reread a couple others because I had to revisit for other podcast episodes. Um, okay, the next recommendation I have for you is the Love Hypothesis by Allie Hazelwood, and the reason why I wanted to talk about it, even though probably everybody and their mother has heard about this book, is because the hype. I was so worried about the hype going in. And like I said before, if a book's talked about a lot and I get the buzz in my ear, I'm like, I'm going to be looking for every little thing and trying to tear this book apart. But for me, the hype was like spot on. I absolutely adored Olive and Adam. It has so many things going for it. Like if you like grumpy sunshine, of course, fake dating. Um, It has like a, it kind of has like a student teacher relationship but she's in grad school and he's not her particular teacher um women in stem it has great grad school representation it has great friendships um but it also has some bigger conversations about sexuality and things like that so in this one olive kisses dr carlson and lies to her best friend on that they're dating so that on will finally pursue things with jeremy who is olive's ex so a little bit complicated but it makes sense when you read it Um, This fake dating arrangement is mutually beneficial, and they set up some ground rules. I mean, don't they all? And you know they're just going to break them. That's the best part. You're like, you're trying to set ground rules. You know you're going to break them. Um, They agreed to meet weekly on Wednesday for coffee, and yes, Olive starts catching feelings. Um, This book was all over social media, like I said, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, but I thought the hype was real. I love nerdy guys, so this was just right for me. So the next one is For Butter or Worse by Erin LaRosa. So this is a new one. It came out this summer. It's great on audio. It's imagine if the great British baking show, the uh, the judges, were they hated each other, but they had sexual tension. You're like, oh my gosh, they should be together. <laughs> and so they have like, there's an episode somehow in the season finale, something, all things come crashing down. And they're just like, they, they become like en- moral enemies. And they realize then like in order for them to get Norai back and get people to come to the restaurants because they're part of the restaurant business um, they need to fake date so they start fake dating this mutually exclusive relationship in order to get the restaurants you know have the PR they need so it's a PR relationship it's set in the LA scenes which foodie romance TV shows it's great on audio it's a fun escape if you like foodie romance for better or worse it's the best one to go for Um, I'm going to talk about the X talk by Rachel Lynn Solomon. I thought this was a well-rounded rom-com with flawed and mesmerizing characters that will steal your heart. And my favorite thing about the whole book is that it's centered around like a podcast. Well, it's really like a radio 
show, but to me, that's a podcast. Um, so the X Talk will leave you nostalgic for radio shows and delivers the enemies to fake exes to lovers trope that you never knew that you needed. Shay and Dominic competing co-workers at a public radio station. Um, Shay has put in 10 years at the station and she's pursuing her dream of hosting her own show. And then we have Dominic who is a very serious journalist with a master's degree and he drops that into every possible conversation he can um the station is actually struggling and getting rid of shows and things like that um so they're trying to save the station and the two of them find themselves hosting a new show together called the x talk um where they must pretend to be exes while doling out dating advice (laughs) it's so (laughs) funny but i like the mix of serious and not serious and playfulness and yeah I really enjoyed that one. All right. Finally, my final recommendation is Dating Dr. Dill by Nisha Sharma. So I will remember faces. I'm a huge Nisha Sharma fan. She can write the phone book and I'll give it five stars. Like that's, I love her writing. Um, so this is a Shakespeare retelling of Taming with the Shrew or best known as 10 Things I Hate About You. Um, so the hero doesn't believe in love while the heroine wants a love match. It's a South Asian community. Um, the hero actually has a TV show, Dr. Love, and he's a cardiologist who doesn't believe in love and he's like he has all these studies that tells you like love doesn't exist and the heroine calls him on his bullshit and tell in the middle of the tv show and so they somehow had to realize that he needs to he wants to get a, a clinic built up and he needs money for that and she wants to get her family home and she wants to get money for that so in order for them to get the money that they need they need to fake date to each other and so it's all combat. It's it's a great. It's, it's very steamy, but it's a personal symptom. They're like they're they realize they have feelings for each other, but he doesn't understand that he's having feelings for her. Aunties who are meddling aunties who are amazing, who basically text message and she gives you. There's an auntie. There's a Shakespeare um, quote that tells you like gives you bad advice or like bad love advice. It's Read. so this is like a this is like a really fun book to read and it's set in jersey city so what better place yeah i think i'm gonna check that one out that one really sounds right up my alley i love that um one more that i would like to mention it's an upcoming book it hasn't been released yet it's called the decoy girlfriend by lily vale and i put this on the list so i obviously have no idea what this is about i haven't got an arc i haven't read it i have no idea but i was like in case they have read every single thing that we've already mentioned which i highly doubt but if you have i was like i'm gonna throw something new at them so the decoy girlfriend by lily vale it's expected to publish september 6th so very very soon by the time that this episode is going out it's supposed to be a laugh out loud funny and whip smart romantic comedy about a young woman who takes the place of her celebrity doppelganger and must fake date the actress's sexy co-star boyfriend so that wraps up our episode on fake dating and romance novels Hopefully we convinced you to give this trope a try. I know it's not everybody's favorite, but I absolutely love it. It's so much fun. Um, But if your TBR doubled, do not blame me. 
Blaine Laura. <laughs> um, Talk Bookish to Me is a bi-weekly podcast bringing you book discussions, recommendations, and literary topics galore. Follow me on Instagram at Talk Bookish Podcast. Rate and review the podcast on Apple and Spotify. Also, the link for Patreon is in the show notes along with the links for Laura's social media and her podcast will be linked on there as well. Until next time, happy reading. 